Brosners, we are beyond sorry. We're here in our beautiful new Wild Time studio, and somehow we lost the video file. It was devastating. Peter is inconsolable. Legitimately. Yeah, he's inconsolable. And so we're very, very sorry, but this week we are going to put out an audio-only podcast. However, you guys who watch here on YouTube, you still get to listen. If you keep rolling right after this, we're going to go into the podcast. Unfortunately, the video isn't there to it's, support it. It's also it. one of the funniest ones we've ever done, and Forrest chugs an entire seltzer. I had to. I lost. <laughs> Nearly pukes, Nearly. and then... My eyes dies. were watering. Yeah. yeah, it's a pity. Yeah. But listen up. The audio file will be great. We promise that we're not going to make this mistake again. So very sorry to all you yeah. YouTube grossners. Technical shit. Technical shit. It mm. happens. We're not experts at this. We're experts at animal nonsense. Thanks for tuning in nonetheless, and we'll see you next week. Or download on iTunes. Either way, listen to it. It's fucking great. Uh, uh. Wild times. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Wild Times. It is the greatest show in the world. Yeah. It's official. We have the most subscribers of any podcast. We just beat Joe Rogan by two subscribers. No, but <laughs> jokes aside, we yeah. are now number one in wildlife in Canada. That's right. That's so thanks, guys. Story. Uh, yeah, also, thank Daniel Cool and our Australian friends, they got to spread the word a little more because we're number two there. Yeah, come on. Yeah, let's, let's go. get it going. Let's get it real. If you don't yeah. know me, if you're tuning in for the first time, I am the host, one of three, Forrest Galante, the broologist, a biologist who also happens to be a bro. Yeah. Joining me tonight it's true. is it's true. Uh, Mr. Retep, the professor, PhD in podcasting. How are you, sir? I am good. I am good, gentlemen. It's been a great day. I'm finally cracking my first beer yes. of the day. Nice. Feels are real How good. Great is the studio. I'm oh. enjoying it, especially oh, now that it. we we have a little cooler bag, a three dollar <laughs> cooler bag full of Bud Heavies <laughs> and Ashland Seltzers. So good. I'm relaxing. I'm gonna yeah. spend the night up here tonight. It's like a vacation, man. It's great. Dude, don't it's great. say that, my girlfriend. It's not a vacation, baby. It's just <laughs> no. work. It's, on, it's, it's all work. Even, it's work. It's work. It over there. <laughs> it's yet. work. It's yeah. work. This gentleman working very hard is the producer, world class producer. Of all things TV, podcast, and just general fun, he produces a lot of fun. Mr. Papa P himself, Patrick DeLuca. What's up, sir? Oh, boy, that's so weird. It's He's frozen. Hey, His real no, life no, camera was it. That was it. It's, I connect with people. I like to connect. I like to be in the moment, and I just got caught up in the moment. I like that. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's the fair. audio listeners are really going to love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I forgot that we had audio listeners. It's funny because they compose many of the people who listen to this yeah. podcast, the, like half. The vast majority. Yeah. Our, our audio downloads? Way more than half. Oh, wow. So it's good to know. for those who just heard that awkward silence, I stared awkwardly into the camera. Yeah, because I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, true, I, guys. I, th you know, what we haven't done in a while. We haven't checked in with the Brosners on the DM front. Oh Ooh. shit, we should. We man. should. Yeah. yeah, and I know WT pulled up a couple Spice. Yeah, DMs. Yep. There's some good Willie. stuff. Back. Yep. He's, he's back. Boulder. He's producing. He's finished his two month long road trip that we talked about last week. Should have taken twelve hours. Took him two months. <laughs> Doesn't add is. up. Willie, yeah. wave hi, say what hello. Everybody can hear you. Somehow, Will has made his way to Boulder and appears to have broken into a kindergarten elementary classroom. school. <laughs> say elementary school. <laughs> yeah. Looks like an elementary Where the school. Fuck, Will, yeah. unmute yourself. Where are you, son? I'm live from first grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a time machine. <laughs> love it, man. Love it. Will is back. Let's get into some Brosner DMs because we love them. Oh, Let's yeah. do it. All right, let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys this question. Yep. This question that HMB at HMB dot 
ill. I don't know. It's a weird HMB the third, son. Ah, that makes sense. HMB the third says, could a bald eagle kill a human if it wanted to? Uh, That's the question. That's the DM question. Well, okay. So the picture has already come up. Yeah. (laughs) And so my answer was going from no to undeniably yes. Well, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So there's a picture of the size of the bald eagle's talon. Uh, Did you know that word before 10 seconds ago? Talon? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Just of asking. course. It's well, he scary. thought it was pronounced Talon. Talon. <laughs> At least I didn't think it was out of space. <laughs> <laughs> they might be from out of space. But uh, so I mean, it's it's way bigger than you would think, and it's it's just enclosing a full human fist for those that are listening and not here. And I also think that if it wanted to, it could kill me. That's for sure. Check it out, HMB three. You can kill a person with a pebble. You know, you can kill a person. Hmm. With a Swiss Army knife, okay? <laughs> People die very easily. We are, as as uh, Ritep likes to say, incredibly meager. We're meager. Yeah. We're, we're soft. We're weak. We're frail. Yeah. Look at that thing. Look at the talons on that eagle. One of those to the jugular, no question. Now, the question you should be asking yourself is, would a bald eagle kill a person? And the short answer is no. Can right. they? Yes. Lots of things can kill us. Tiny callus. Callus? Kill us. Tiny spiders, big birds, you name it. We're very weak. We're very supple, delicate Dude, I think even if, if the bald eagle got you in the leg, man, hit your femoral, femoral mm-hmm. artery, you're yep. fucked. I didn't... I, those talons are shocking. They're gigantic. Shocking. Yeah, they're incredible creatures. Beautiful birds. Could kill you. Won't kill you. Don't worry about it. Shouldn't. That's what I say. <laughs> don't, yeah. Don't ever. What do you guys got? Any Brosner DMs oh, on, yeah. your, on your oh, dock? Oh, yeah, man. I got a big one. Oh, let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that Just he's just like a little chuckle right before. Well, I, I just because... He's taking out the Kier- profanity. Kier- Kirsten is saying this. I'm not saying it. <laughs> At underscore Kirsten underscore says, she wrote, this idiot kid is reading... I don't know why he's an idiot. This idiot kid is reading a book when a mama bear and her cub walk onto the porch. Oh, I've seen this video. Is th- I have not. It's cool. Is this the best way to deal with a bear? So what we're going to do here is look at the video. Loading up some Insta. Yeah. It's a good... It's, I've seen this video. Kid's it's probably it's about 14 years old. Oh, he looks over his shoulder. He was doing a selfie. Let's see what he's saying here. We'll... He's face to face with a black bear. Oh, no. And the cub. Wait, there's a cub there, too? Yeah, and now he got... The... Well, that's the whole thing. Uh, yeah, that's that's craziness. What? The, the tenacity saying, hey, of this black bear. Are you kidding me? Like, he just saw it. This is an act of some sort. It's not an act. It's not? It is undeniably an incredibly habituated bear. Right. right. It's a okay. bear that eats out of trash cans for a living. Zero question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what's going on here? This is a bear that is used to people. It's not feeling threatened. Did the kid do the right thing? No. You don't go, hey, boo-boo, and go for the old tummy tail. Hey, okay, boo-boo. Well, okay. So actually, I have a question, though. Yeah. He's sitting there. So this kid is sitting on his porch yep. filming a selfie video. Yep. Based on my 15-year-old nephew, um, they constantly that's are all, sending that's each all other they these. Can do is <laughs> it's all they do. Other, yeah. Um, and a, a black bear comes up and then sees that he's followed by a very small cub, and he just kind of starts talking to her. What the fuck should he have done? Just frozen? Completely? No, slowly, slowly backed away. He you was don't in a bad startle. spot, though. He was sitting down. He was sitting down. It's it's I don't Because I feel like the act of standing up maybe could... Totally. Could very be, very much so be yeah. threatening. 
I mean, staying still, being quiet. Look, he's swinging around a camera selfie. That's true. Okay? Yeah. He's not, stop he's not that. exactly there. Yeah, stop yeah. that. He's not exactly there trying to tuck into a corner. I mean, best thing he can do. You you got you got to know that he saw that bear coming, right? He saw it climbing up over the road. Yeah, because he was looking at the camera. I, I hate when people try right. and fake that, and you you won't realize it for a moment, and then you think, and you're like, oh, of course he, he saw it. He's looking, at the, looking camera, at the camera. Like, it's behind him right. like a so mirror. So as that bear comes up, before it crests the porch, you make some noise, you, you clap your hands together, no black bear, crisis averted. Now it sneaks right. up on you a little bit, maybe like that. Ah, you know, maybe stay still, maybe slowly get up and walk away. Don't take a selfie video. That's, I mean, <laughs> That's I would, call. I would do it. I'd take a selfie video because it's cool, but yeah. you yeah. shouldn't do it as a bear response well, item. Also, before we get into any more Brosner DMs, I have to address the elephant that's not in the room. Okay. Don't talk about Will that way. No, this is very important. <laughs> Dawson Leonard, a Brosner. Okay. Did something amazing. Let us Dawson, hear. I believe, is in college, judging by his Instagram. He sent us an actual box <laughs> of Fruit Brute. No, that he fruit procured. Brute. No, he did. He sent Where it is to, it? He sent it to my office. We, we got to put it on the, on the desk. I know, and I'm fucking... It is going to have a permanent home here. <laughs> he <laughs> sent it like two months ago. I wanted to surprise you guys with it. I was going to get it yesterday. Literally get a text message that went to everyone who has a, an office in this building that there was a fire in the building because no. someone microwaved some metal. Oh, no. But Dawson Leonard sent us a legit box of Fruit Brute. Dawson, you're the man. Thank Dawson, you for doing insane, that. Dawson, that's insane, dude. I'm pretty sure. Here, yeah. Didn't I say that if someone finds Fruit Brute, they get to go on an adventure with us? I think I did. Yeah, well, we should absolutely. I yeah, mean, Dawson, you're in. Yeah, you're in. Yeah. When we start doing shit, when we start filming adventures and treks, you're, you're in. You got the Fruit Brute to us. We said we were going to do it. We're going to do it. Well, I also told him we were going to taste it on the air. It expired, I think, 30-some-odd years ago. No, we kind of opened it. It's like a mint fucking I action know. figure. You kind of open that. Like, there's part of me that wants to taste it. Of course. Because it sounds so good, fruity cereal oh. with marshmallows. Of course. But, uh... And there's I, part of me that wants to open the Transformer and play with it. But you I don't know. buy the collectible. You so can't. you can't do it. No, you No, it's, it's going to live here. It's going to live on the desk. It's going to look great. Front and center. It's <sighs> a good ad. Hey, maybe, it'll, maybe Kellogg's will bring it back. Uh, Should what we else? just keep pushing for that? Should we, like, really yeah. get aggressive towards Kellogg's? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Maybe we start, like, a, a petition or something like that. Hey, Ritep, quick question. Are yeah. you on the Kardashians getting your hair done? Because you're on your phone texting while we're doing Listen, I so I, 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 I wanted to also give a shout-out, since you were talking about the Fruit Brute, an amazing Brosner <laughs> sent, fruit us, fruit. sent us these, uh, these fucking... I Whoa, what know. do we got? These uh the Wild Times, the Lemley Thylacine. Oh yeah, dude. I've got four of them here. Oh yes. Have you seen these each? Including Will, you're in this is dope. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. These are the the Thylacine Awareness Group of Australia bookmarks, correct? Right. So So look at this. On the back side, you've got the lovely Wild Times logo. That's so funny. On the front side, you've got a thylacine. Or is it a cat? (laughs) Is it a thylacine? (laughs) Or is it a cat? This what? was Bro and Roberts. Bro and Roberts. Bro and Roberts. See, that's and, and when you call me out on the phone, you're I, looking a brain to see. Fart yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah, yeah. for his I, name. I could have told you it was Bro and Roberts. What? Whoa, bet you could have. What forced. was the name? <laughs> Speaking of not remembering names, <laughs> you said it. What's the guy? The guy from the thing that we fought with on oh, air? Neil Waters. Neil Waters. Yeah. That's Neil the Waters whole thing. This is the Neil Waters thylacine bookmark. It's incredible. Yeah. By the way, Broen is appears to be about twenty. At yeah. most. In yeah. fact, I don't even know how old Brian yeah. is. I, this is more initiative than I took. 
on anything until I was at least in my 30s. By the way, these I've seen you do less stud. on a TV show than this. And these, <laughs> these are these are like amazing. This is thick. This will last past when I'm dead. This thing. This well, thing is quality right here. Thank you, Broen. <laughs> Thank you to all the Brosners. You got. Let's do one more. Let's do one more DM let's, for us. Don't let's get into the news, man. Yeah, let's do it. All right, what else do we got? Let's see. Is there something good? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Oh, this is interesting. I haven't looked at this yet. I'm very, okay. very what curious. Is, what is it? Okay. What is it, man? Chris J. Roach says, this is actually super common. And, e- and even Native Americans used to describe them together. Highly recommend reading The Voice of the Coyote by Frank Duby. I think you all would love it. Okay. 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 So just a suggestion for the group. Yeah. What do you think? I think it sounds cool, but it's because he <laughs> commented on our Instagram post that showed the coyote. Do you remember the video of the coyote and the badger? This one yes. right here. Yeah. I posted the same video. So yeah. apparently, like old Native American text described coyotes and badgers running in the same crew. This relationship. Yeah. Oh, Which is pretty cool, because I remember when we first showed this video of a coyote and badger that were caught on a trail cam, like, playfully entering yeah, into yeah, this drain pipe. Yeah, we broke this down. I remember that, yeah. That, that was one of the things we talked about. Mm-hmm. It was like, these, these two shouldn't be broing mm-hmm. out. <laughs> but apparently na- there's Native American texts, I don't know which tribe, that describe coyotes and badgers hanging out. Look, I've said this a million times. I'll say it a million more. People that actually spend their time in the environment with the creatures are the best scientists. They're, they're scientists that of don't course. realize they're scientists, observational scientists. And I, 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 I get into fights with serious academics about this all the sure. time because they're like, oh, we know more. Like, we've done the studying. You know, we've written the text. We've published the papers. You do not know more. If you live right. with coyotes and badgers and observe coyotes and badgers every single night yeah. of your life because that's where you live as a Native American, as a Native whatever place you're from, whether you're in the Colombian Amazon looking at Cayman, or whether you're in the Galapagos looking at Tortoise, or in Africa looking at Big Game, whatever it is, you know more about that than the Western scientist. I'm sorry, you just do. Sure, of course. By the way, that's... Is there someone who would debate that? Yes, yes, most, dude. Most academics do. Well, listen, here's here's the problem. Most, it's oh, it's with everything because like I've learned everything that I know about my business and techno- all the technology, setting all this bullshit I set up, yeah. you know, because I did it, dude. Right. I came to L.A. to work for $500 a week as a night AE, which, if you don't know, is just this whole technical job of doing a bunch of technical shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not downloading editing. and editing. Yeah. Or downloading and sorting media. But, you know, like... And a lot more than that, too. It is a lot yeah. more than Then that, people yeah. who went to film school, no offense or whatever, they come into the job, they kind of would, like, I've, I've worked with so many AEs, They'd have a like a way that they thought was better when I've been doing it for like five years. I'm like, no, no. If yeah, you do like, that, like, so it will be fucked yeah. up. Like, uh, by the way, I, I just saw him get angry oh. as if it was happening right now. Do you yes. know who he's talking about? Because he's obviously talking about someone. Oh from no, film it's just school. a parade of you oh, get a parade okay. of these okay. kids, man. Yeah. It's funny because I have a a, a friend of the family um, who did me a favor back in the day. And I owed him one, and his kid is a lot younger and just graduated film school. Yeah. And uh, he was like, hey, will you talk to my son? Uh, he was going to come out to L.A. He wants to, like, get involved. In, you sure. know, you know, so I've said, had those calls. So yeah, I know what you're talking so about. So I yeah. talked with him. I was like, hey, man, like, if you want to just, like, get on set, you know, like, mm-hmm. I can. By the way, d- if I if I have a PA, this is on a scripted show, right? Right. If I have a PA position that's open, we'll get no less than 
I'm not exaggerating, 1,500 applications. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Right. Sure. When I first got out of here, it took me years to even get around a set. Of course. Sure. And, and I was like, dude, if you want to come out, like, whatever, I've got this thing going on. We can get you on as a PA. You'll learn a bunch of stuff, whatever. And he was like, oh, he's like, I'm more on the directing track. Oh, my God. Yeah. And just in his mind, because he had gone <laughs> to film school, he thought he was going to literally jump off a bus and someone was going to, like, like Spielberg was going to be like, you want to direct a film? We're doing the sequel to E.T. I think you're the guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he made a short film in his thesis program. Right. Well, the equivalent that's of insane. the that's equivalent, so the equivalent for people not in the industry, that's essentially getting out of college and saying, I'm more on the CEO path. Mm -hmm. Right. Because like, exactly. a director is exactly. the main head honcho of, right. of a right. film or <laughs> a TV on, show. I'm more on the CEO path. I'm not really interested in learning <laughs> how to work. I just right. want to go right to the top. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and right. it's it's exactly. Excuse exactly me. Sir, right. I took several business classes. I'd like to be CEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like normally I'd be sitting here thinking like, man, wait, are we offending? Like, and then I'm thinking like, no. none of our brosners fucking are like that. I of guarantee it. Also, if, if they if, like us, there's no way. No. If, if, we're, if we're offending you, you're the problem. Grab a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I want to one day go through all the podcasts and just cut out every, every statement of Forrest attacking the fans. <laughs> No, I, I I always single out there. There's one fan right now listening, going, "I I came out of business school. I could have been a CEO." Now he's gonna go look in the mirror and be like, "Hmm, Forrest is right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have been like that." Yeah. See, right. I just changed someone's life, Forrest, guys. Yeah, get, get into it. It's time. It, right? What's in the news? Wait, you what? guys want? Maybe we could do like a little. What's in the news? <laughs> Sir, news from the underground. Number one on the fucking show doc. You know I want to talk I've about I've been it. dying to get your opinion on this. I'm for it. Tee it up. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're a nice trout. Sounds great. You're a trout. It's a good life. You I live love in a good trout, and I like how you're saying it with a hard T at the end. Yep. Trout. You live, you live <laughs> was, in that, a, was that a hard T, or was trout. that a uh, okay. Stand German by. accent? Yeah. Stand by. You That's live right. in a nice, clear stream. <laughs> it's <laughs> lovely. Your life's good. You eat bugs. Uh-huh. You're uh -huh. a trout. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So you're a yeah. trout. It's mm -hmm. nice. Yep. But... You're a trout that lives in Riverside County, California. Okay. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Nothing Except great that either. there's no river in Riverside. Stand by. All right. <laughs> Judgment tone. There's a few. You live in Riverside, California. All of a sudden, you're addicted to meth. Yep. What? You heard me right. This is in the news, ladies and gentlemen. Trout are getting addicted to meth. Oh, now, my God. Before I love we... that it's close by. It's close by. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that this happened in Riverside, but uh, it was just somewhere oh, I picked. Okay. Sure. Um, before I dig into it, let me let me turn to you, Rutep. How? How are trout becoming addicted to meth? Your well, thoughts? Well, I mean, it's in Riverside. Know? I watched a lot of those cop shows that are uh, that are on TV. I forget which the one it is, but a lot of them take place in Riverside County, California. That's what made me think about it, actually. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I'm assuming that so a lot of meth waste from the uh, from the uh, toilet, maybe. So this is a, the this rivers. Is, okay, so you think that meth heads are passing waste and it goes out into either the river? waste. That's or a really good dumping. guess. Yeah. So this, by the way, is actually in Prague in the Czech Republic. Correct. I was going to get to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a Czech university in Prague actually figured out exactly what Ratep is saying, but nobody else would figure this out, which is that as the methamphetamine addiction addiction problem continues to increase, okay. meth heads are doing their drugs peeing and pooping, flushing it down, and apparently in the Czech Republic, that goes straight into the lovely clear streams that I was mentioning, and these tiny, minuscule, like, parts per million of methamphetamine Whoa. is getting into the water, and the trout themselves are becoming addicted to the meth. 
So much so that they are having withdrawal symptoms when you pull the trout out of that meth water and put it into clear water, clean water. Whoa. Does it, did you see what, how they could actually tell that they're withdrawing? Uh, there was actual physical characteristics. It's a very long paper. Sure, sure, um, sure. But I, and I don't really remember. But what I remember, <laughs> the fart that I remember that was kind of funny is that in order to help the trout sort of overcome their physical withdrawal right. symptoms, yeah. they were giving them antidepressants. Wow, Poor that's how bad it was. Trout, this man. is fucking wild, man. Yep. The fact that so what <laughs> what kind of behaviors are good. they displaying when they come out of the water? Are they just like super fidgety and like? <laughs> well, I I, mean, I don't know how you know a trout is is. That's it, what I, it, it does wandering. explain their methodology. It does. And it's it's long a long paper, though. sure. Yeah, but dude, like think about. I mean, that's no fucking joke, right? Like, so you guys know the feeling of. Uh, like you have a three day weekend that's a big party weekend. Like yeah. let's say you go to Vegas and you stay one day too long because you should never stay three days in Vegas. Uh, ever, yeah, ever. No and one should. And you come live back there. and it's Sunday or it's Monday, and you're just in the pits, man. You're yep. miserable. You feel like shit, <laughs> and you're like, the only thing that's going to allow me to feel better and get to sleep is another glass of wine. Yeah, yeah because I have of to course. Right. It's the only off, way. Man. Yep. Of course, these fucking trout have meth in their systems that's getting. So these people's livers have already filtered most of the meth yep. out. Wow. So what yeah. they did, I was just looking at it quickly to look at the methodology, is they would put two streams of water. So mm -hmm. they'd have these trout that were in the meth-laced water, okay? Yeah. Then yeah. they'd pull them out, put them in a clear tank, basically. Mm -hmm. Then they'd have two streams of water, one that had one microgram of meth per, per liter of water and yeah. one that was clean, and all the trout would show a preference for the, the stream of meth. So they would go make a choice Who to wouldn't? go back to the meth water. So they're addicted. <laughs> they're I mean, addicted. that shows addiction. That's Undeniably. showing that there is two options, and all of them are going for the addiction one. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's got to be amazing. Congrats to these fucking. This is cool. This we is just science. shit on academia yeah. a minute ago. Yep. <laughs> these guys are awesome. That's oh, incredible. And these guys and girls and and, and can I just else. point out, you're not getting permits in the U.S. to do meth trout. Fun, like that's no. not meth a study. Trout. You're not no. getting that's that. That's a here. good shirt. You got to you got to go to the Czech Republic and say, look. I want to give these trout some meth and see what happens. Yeah. I'm guessing it's a two-sentence email before they're like, sure, go for it. Here's the meth. Or just you don't have to email anyone and you just do it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's in Riverside possible. County. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. that's, I mean, like, that's how you guys could come up with a good reality show. I mean, it should we, obviously we make be. docu-series, but sure. Yeah, I mean, meth plus. trout, a docu-series, mate. What, what are you talking about? I, I yeah, would do Oh, I get what you're around. saying. You're saying because I called it a reality show? Exactly. Yeah, shut the... F you and <laughs> Forrest, man. It's like you rode in on here on these high horses that are way We're up very here. tall. We rode here together, remember? That's <laughs> right. a very, very dirty car. Yeah. But speaking um, of high horses... Yeah, you got a high horse? Or do you have a tiny cow? A tiny cow! Yeah! <laughs> nice. nice. He knew where I was going. I love this. How's that for a transition, though? <laughs> that was beautiful. The best one that we've ever done. Set it, it up. Legit. It's, legit. it's so good. In studio chemistry, baby. That's yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is adorable. We do battle royales all the time. Sometimes they're about fighting animals. Sometimes they're about cute animals. I am taking the world's smallest cow, head, body, and legs, yep. next time we have a cute animal Straight here. Straight up. So tourists in Bangladesh are flocking to see the smallest cow on earth. It's tiny. Rani, it's ridiculous. Or Ronnie. Ronnie, yeah. The cow, which will, a picture will be pulled up any minute, is getting 15,000 people a day paying guests to come see him or her. 26 inches tall, full grown, has the proportions of a scary ass looking bull. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Like it looks like one of those bulls that if you big, just blew up like the head and shoulders, you'd be like, "Whoa, big cow!" Yeah, yeah. But look at Ronnie, super cute. Obviously, uh, they're saying it is a genetic <laughs> anomaly. So cute. It's fucking it's got dwarfism. Right. World's yeah. smallest cow, man. I'm just I can't stop looking at this thing. I'll tell you what. I went to the L.A. County Fair two years in a row when I was in my 20s and had a real good time. I mean, it was like a, just Great. like a real like. Fun kind of trash. County day. fair is such a good time. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're eating gross shit. Fried I was just going to say the fried. I was going to say fried <laughs> Oreos. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, they have a racetrack there. You're riding rides that like there's a one in a hundred chance you're going to die. Have you seen the people <laughs> that assemble those rides? They're called carnies. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they didn't graduate elementary school. <laughs> it's actually it's actually quite terrifying when you think about like the caliber of human that is. Basically protecting your life when you're on a carnival ride. And the ride is just you spinning, essentially. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, you're it's covered in throw up if it's Always. a good day. <laughs> yeah. um, Always. At least one person in your party is doing coke in the porta potty. <laughs> if, if you're with my group of friends. <laughs> but uh, Coke at the carnival sounds Oof. like a nightmare. But I went Oof. two years in a row. One of them was with Ratep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I was wearing he, he, he a was terrible green shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was in one of my fat stages. Yeah, you were heavier then. And <laughs> but anyway, they had, right. uh, and, and they had it both years. And I, I felt bad about doing it, but I did it both times. You could pay a dollar and go into this tent and see the world's largest bull. Okay. Okay. And, you know, obviously this bull was miserable. And yep. I kind of, I, you know, if, if it was me now, I wouldn't support it financially. Right. I'd still want to see it, to I be know. honest. I would. I know. But I felt it's so bad. In person, for though? It, you know, like. It was, it was freakish. But I, I mean, it was. I, I'm not kidding. I think it was 10 feet tall at the wow. head. It's it was clearly wow. like some sort of, you know, some sort of freakish thing that was bred for it. I'm sure given tons of steroids, sure. so many steroids. growth hormone, bovine yep. growth hormone. Yep. But it was just like, I mean, it really was like looking at an elephant. Yeah. It was so strange. Some insane. fucking crazy shit, man. I mean, you see, they do a lot of videos where like Kevin Hart will stand next to Shaq. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's akin to that. But even that, like Shaq is a fucking mystery of human of human proportions right because I mean, he was super athletic and muscle bound that too, and yeah. also seven Huge. two or three Huge. it's wild it's man yeah it's absolutely seven foot humans. dude i think about that sometimes when i see these like 23 24 year old mma fighters yeah i like to go to i'm a big ufc fan I, yep. i've been to a lot of the fights it's a lot of fun and uh my buddy uh uh, who's a comedian got a bunch of really good tickets to go see this one event in Minneapolis and we were really close and we were sitting very close to Dana White I'm not bragging the point of the story no, is cool. this was like Brock Lesnar's either his first or second UFC fight yeah and he won the fight and he walked right by where we were and me and my friend from Oswego both were like holy shit get our hands up and just got this monstrous high five from Brock Lesnar nice I don't know how big he is it, it just it it's it's not like Brock Lesnar is seven feet tall, right? right. I think he just maybe he might be like six five. He's really he's, he's tall still a big dude. and like yeah. big, burly, but so big. Yeah, yeah. you like, are we legit the same exact species, <laughs> dude? I there's a guy, the guy who owns the gym that I go to. Yeah, super nice guy, soft spoken, quiet, mm-hmm. calm. Mm-hmm. He talks like this. His name's Lucas. I like him. I love him. Yeah, he's one of my favorite people that I know in the town of Santa Barbara. He's probably six seven, <laughs> and probably. 280 between 280 and 300 pounds and probably that's pretty slim for probably that 11% body fat yeah, yeah so it's just it's, it's yeah he's a genetic and anomaly and I, I see him and like he gives me a hug when I come into the gym and it's like 
I'm a baby. I'm like <laughs> a, little, a little child. Like I, I'm like, oh, my head's by his waist. This is nice. Right. And yeah. I'm not a small guy. He's no. just he's so big, dude. It's, it just feels like they're a different being than you. Uh, totally. Totally. Like, like we're a whole like, different species. Thank God we don't still fight wars with swords and maces. Well, because if you saw that, like you're on the battlefield and you just look and he's running at you no, with a fucking long no, sword. No, yeah, you got nothing. Like, can well, I be your boyfriend? Like, what, <laughs> is there anything I can do to live I mean, that's here? how I feel when I'm around you two. Because it's just like I'm so much bigger and more muscular oh, and yeah, healthier than sure. you guys. Definitely. That yeah. I was looking on camera Definitely at myself bigger. and I'm just like, God, I look like a fucking Viking battle you do, warrior. You do look like you could be related is that to what Eric, you think? Eric the Red. Is that what you think? Yeah. Let's Actually, get into it. The, Viking, off the Vikings are long gone. You know, I who's love not? that look you just gave me. Um, I liked this one for Yeah, us. let's do it. Let's so, hear it. There's a particle accelerator at the Fermilab in Illinois. Okay. okay? Yep. Firma, is that? That's, Fermilab. Yeah, that's right by where I used to live. Yeah, as you would say, it's in Illinois. And <laughs> <laughs> so this is a story that him. recently Fair came so. out. Yeah. But it's, it's from 1962. Okay. okay. Interesting. So they built this amazing particle ex- particle accelerator. Yep. Uh, they had this brand new tube that they built to do all sorts of crazy experiments that you know astrophysicists understand that we don't. And they had a some sort of blockage inside the particle accelerator. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you think they would clear it? Because they couldn't they couldn't take the tube they couldn't take the tube apart. Snake like one of those plumbing snakes. Somebody just so. like you know the plumbing snake, the little nah, machine. Like air, air pressure. Air dude. pressure. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. If you or have water. a four mile long tube that four shoots four miles, it's that long. Four mile long particle okay, accelerator yeah, no. that shoots two hundred billion electron volts. I missed the four mile part. Yeah, no, you but, you're yeah. not you're not snaking anything. They, they were miles. trying. They were crawling around in there. They did everything right. Didn't I have work. no idea. No idea. Put a fucking naked mole rat through it, didn't they? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> they actually strapped a fuzzy diaper to a ferret, <laughs> a ferret named Felicia. Okay. And they just unleashed Felicia. There she is. Into. <laughs> oh, I love her. Look yeah. at that. Is that a real picture? It's a real picture. Yeah. That's what photos look like in the 60s. That's a pretty good photo. Of the ferret. So she went okay, through, so, they were yeah. trying to move the blockage. They, they, they thought she would just climb through every passage if they just put her in there enough times. And uh, Felicia went in. They put the diaper on so that she wouldn't poop and create a new sure, problem. Sure, that would make yeah. things worse. Um, yeah. And they just sent her through for days and days and days and days. They sent Felicia the ferret through a particle it. accelerator. This is fucking brilliant. I, I love geniuses. it. Did it work? No. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want. I almost lied, but I was like, they're gonna Google it. Yeah. Yeah. My my aunt was so when I grew up in Africa, we used to visit once a year to California. That's why we ended up moving here. And okay. my aunt lived in Los Angeles. She lived in Venice Beach, actually. And my grandparents lived in San Francisco. So those were the two stops we'd make. Okay. Always every year, no matter how old I was, it was mind blowing coming to America. Anyway, my aunt one year, and this is back in the days when I think you were allowed to, or maybe you weren't, had ferrets. Oh, yeah. Long, yeah. They only banned ferrets, I think, like 10 or 15 years ago. Okay, whatever. Well, she had two of them, okay? And these two ferrets, albeit stinky, had uh, (laughs) these, like, tubes that she installed in her house. Uh So, like, imagine a room like this, but then up the wall... Along the ceiling, down, because she had like a one-bedroom apartment. Right, they Venice, those, like, but she was full plastic. Yeah, I've seen this before. Exactly. Okay, okay. You know, There's you some YouTube channels. You know like exactly this. what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, my aunt was ahead of the YouTube curve. This was long <laughs> before YouTube. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, shame. so she had this one-bedroom house in Venice, and she got these. She's African, so she's like my house. You know, there's animals everywhere. So she got these two ferrets. I think they were probably rescues, and her whole house was this tube maze of these ferrets. Nice. Yeah. And it's amazing the way they crawl through those tubes. Like, I'm an animal guy. I, I get it. But, like, watching these ferrets, and I remember this distinctly, being, like, 10 or 11 years old, sitting on her couch, and watching these ferrets go straight up these vertical tubes yeah. and just snake <laughs> all around the house over and over. It's an amazing thing to see. It's pretty fucking cool, man. I mean, there's there's this uh, this person on YouTube who basically has takes care of some endangered otters. I think it's she's in Japan, Japanese otters or something like that. Okay, yeah, Japanese, Japanese river otters are yeah. extinct, extinct. Well, no, animal. so anyway. But anyway, it doesn't matter. They yeah. have a small, cl- uh, Asian small clawed Asian otter. small clawed otter. Yeah. They're the really cute small but ones. But dude, I mean, Very like, she cute. feeds them sushi, they sit at the table, <laughs> and then, you know, she has them on the, the fun play equipment, whatever it is. Yeah. Watching animals on like human made play equipment that oh, we so think cute. it would be fun for yeah. them to play in yeah. is the best. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about fucking animals just like in tubes around you. They're having the time of their life. You're having the time of your life. I love it. Let me ask it's you this. How does a ferret climb up a, a vertical plastic tube? I, I do not know. I mean, there is nothing that mustelids cannot do. So that group of like weasel ferret yeah. creatures, mustelids there. I, I think we is. talked about this once before on the pod. It's the only animal I won't catch. Like, if you're like, go oh, catch right. that animal, right. I will never grab a rabid ferret or weasel or... Because you just know that it could get its head around. It can no bend matter. all the way back. Like, they can maneuver their right. body into knots. It's like it's like the mammal version of an eel. I mean, they're yeah. just... But, like, way smarter and meaner. They're amazing the way they can move. <laughs> I don't... I, I just have this on in the background right oh, now. look at this. Dude, she's giving this otter sushi in this little dish. By the way, like, beautiful Perfectly sushi. Perfectly made. Like, and this there's is two of them. It's this is amazing. <laughs> Go check out this channel. Oh my channel. god, this is so cute. Watch the way this thing eats this fucking sushi, dude. Well, she also put a very adorable bow tie on him. It's the it's his birthday, man. Oh L- my look god. Look at the way he investigates it. Th- that's like not to mention this otter is eating better than I ever. I eat. was just gonna say he's eating bluefin, yeah, yellowtail. <laughs> hey, I'm curious, Forrest, just now that he brought this up. So I worked on a documentary years ago as a one-off about bluefin, right? Mm-hmm. It was the sea shepherds yep. went to the Mediterranean and uh, were cutting open bluefin tuna nets, Yep, right? So I got this really close affinity for bluefin just because I spent, Incredible I wrote an hour of TV about it. Yep. So I'm kind of confused about whether or not I should, like, I don't know, can we eat bluefin? Should you eat bluefin? That's yeah. the question here. All right, this is a thing, I've said this before, the difference between ethical and legal. Okay. Right? Have I eaten bluefin? Absolutely. Right. It's incredibly delicious fish. Probably right. the best. Right. Do I choose to eat it? No. Because yeah. I believe that it's, for the most part, unethical. Okay. Okay? There's a thing called, and I, I'm just going to talk about the tuna we have here off the coast of California, the bluefin. There's a thing called the Eastern Pacific Tuna Treaty or something like that. Eastern Pacific Tuna Organization, something like that. Yeah. And it's all the countries that share this one tuna stock. So as you know, when you worked on the documentary, they travel all around the globe. Yep. So these Pacific tuna, Eastern Pacific bluefin, Pacific okay. bluefin rather, they travel from California, Baja, Mexico, all the way down like, you know, uh, Mexico, Costa Rica, blah, 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 Guatemala, all the way across to Japan, Hawaii, et cetera. Wow. So all these countries... 10 different countries, let's say, I don't remember how many it is, share this tuna stock, okay? okay? And what happens is, unless they're all in agreement 
as to how to manage that fishery, it all goes tits up. And actually, right. this year, for the first time in like 15 years, the treaty's completely collapsed and it's a free-for-all. And we can talk about oh, that. Shit. It's a goddamn disaster. Yeah, yeah. Pacific bluenough tunafish. <laughs> Pacific bluefin tuna stocks are at like it's somewhere between 3 and 8% of their population total. Now, the problem is whoa. you hear that, right? You're like, whoa, there's only 3% That's really left. Bad. Even if there's only 8, even if there's only 20% of their population left, right. you go, hey, let's not touch those fish. Yeah. Let's get right. their population go back. But we're saying that as rich Californians sitting in a studio right now. Right. Okay. Right. Guatemala's not saying that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Costa Rica is not saying that. Japan, who can't afford to say that, is also not saying that. So, right. unless all those countries in the Pacific Tuna right. Treaty agree on it, it's, it's all basically bullshit. And they sure. haven't been able to come to an agreement this year for the first time ever at all, and it was mismanaged to begin with. So now the tuna treaty's just gone collapse. So at something like 8% of their population left, it's now a free-for-all. So with the treaty yeah. collapsing, it's completely unregulated. Japan can take as many as they want. Guatemala can take as many as they want. Costa Rica, so on and so forth. So, yeah. you know, do so, I think that we'll be able to eradicate bluefin tuna to the point of extinction? Probably not. I, you know, I mean, I think we're capable of it. I don't yeah. think we necessarily will. Is their population healthy? Is it a good thing to eat? No, it's terrible. Right. Could you imagine? And 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 sorry, I'm going on a bit of a rant no, here. No, no, I, I like this topic a lot. Scientists say that if you were to leave the oceans alone for seven years, they would be back to 99% of their stock. Okay. A whole lot of species are at 2%, 5%, 10% of their population. Right. It would only take seven years of not touching the ocean for it to rebound to basically perfect. Sure. That's it, seven years. And with a species like bluefin tuna that grows incredibly quickly, it probably take like three or four. Right. So yeah. if we just decided, just, just these seven, eight countries that I'm mentioning, we're just like, hey, four years, no bluefin, nobody. Right. Not one recreational, not one commercial, nobody. Right. We could all have as much fucking bluefin tuna as we want to eat. Sure. We could be drowning right. in bluefin tuna. Well, it wouldn't cost $70 for two pieces this big at the fancy sushi restaurant. It would be a trash fish that sure. costs the same amount as sardines. <laughs> and yet, tragedy of the fucking commons. If I don't take it, you're going to take it. So I'm going to take yeah. as many as I can. Yeah. Fish costs a fortune. There's none of them left. Totally unethical. Well, really, the, the, the you know, and this is not to villainize anyone it's one of my favorite countries I've ever been to. But Japan consumes 80% of the world's bluefin that's consumed. Correct. Year, wow. Right? 80%. That's Japan crazy. is not a huge country by population. Nope. Right. And, so and plummeting. So they eat a lot of bluefin. Uh, there's also something about the economics of extinction. And I don't, I don't know if you know about how Mitsubishi has this, the, the conglomerate Mitsubishi, the same one that makes yeah, cars. Yeah, the cars. Yeah. yeah um, owns a huge stockpile of frozen bluefin. And they're really acquiring more and more and more and more. I did not know about this. Yeah, no. it was a part of the documentary about that we that? made. It's called The Economics of Extinction. And there was this idea That's a cool that show. they wanted to have this massive supply of bluefin for when they go extinct. Mm-hmm. Because now they'll have this edible meat of an extinct animal and the price will go up astronomically. Oh, absolutely. Right? Supply and demand. So it's estimated that of all the blue, and at any time, all the bluefin meat in the world, yeah. 40% of it is owned by the Mitsubishi conglomerate. Sitting in like sub-zero this, freezer temperatures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Look at this. So I'm not, quok- I, you know, I don't want to get sued That's by Mitsubishi. No, it's yeah. not going to be. This, but, uh, is, this is journalism. I mean, you're just, this is already out for, there. Hard journalism. Also, that, <laughs> yeah, I will say that 40% <laughs> Funny statistic is as of like 2012. Okay, right. So, I don't so it's know probably higher now. Yeah, the blue thing thing, the blue thing 
We've been drinking. Things. We've been drinking. We have. We have. It, <laughs> what? It is tragic. What are you guys talking about? You're, you're, you have a tolerance to alcohol because you have a problem. Just drink three more and you'll be happy again. I've had two beers. I've been happy all <laughs> my know, life. Just <laughs> you guys. But they are goddamn off. delicious, and it's because they're so, they swim so fast. They never stop swimming. They're That's why muscle. it has that. It must. That must be why it has that purpley color. It's just, there's so much blood that goes through it. It uh, is tasty. I wish beautiful. it wasn't. I wish it beautiful. Like it's like sea butter. It's What's your guys' favorite stunning. sushi? Sushi uh, fish. Go, salmon, hands down. Salmon? I Machu. love salmon. So here's the thing. I'm spoiled. I'm a spoiled brat. You I get know. to go out in the ocean, catch white sea bass, yellowtail, which is hamachi, halibut. I get to, I eat sushi all. It's my favorite food in the world. Yeah, yeah. To me, the best fish is a salmon. I just think it's like buttery and soft and beautiful. Mm. Also, we could go into a whole thing on how that's done so poorly. But regardless, I just love it. Salmon sushi, What's salmon yours? cooked. Love I'm going to go. I just got uh, introduced to this recently, and it's sea trout, dude. It's so Oh, yeah. Sea trout's great. Sea trout? Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's they don't have it a lot of times, and I've only yeah, been in great. this place where they have it, and I've gotten it. Uh, it tastes like kind of like amberjack mm-hmm. a bit, it's and it's very it's buttery, and it's, it's like delicious, it's beautiful. Man. Octopus for me, hands down. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, get, I don't get it. In How a ro- dare you? <laughs> I the poster. I <laughs> want to eat something smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. It it's makes like, it's me like, feel good. It's like uh, the guys when they go hunting in in uh, wedding crashers. He's like, I don't want to hunt a quail. I want to fucking hunt something with talent. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Octopus is my favorite by far. It's a little, delicious. Little lemon squeeze, man. It's great. Uni, I mean, it's yeah. delicious. Oh, I love uni. Uni You can't, you so can't beat it. But dude, if you if if you get a bad piece of octopus, it tastes like a fucking tire. Like yeah, true. It's I, terrible. I've never gotten one. Luckily, have you uh, Spanish mackerel? You ever have that? Oh yeah. It can be too fishy for me. It was okay. my ex's it gets that, favorite. It gets that fishy. It can get fishy, but I like. Have you ever had one that's the whole fish and it's fried? It's flesh no, fried. No, mm. I've never had that. You eat the bones. Oh yeah, really? And they, they break soft. apart like yeah, uh, delicious. Yeah. Oh my god, Pat, are you and one of those of one of those people who likes just to have pungent foods that are not when it comes to fish? No, he's but I like harsh flavors. Not. That's why he's put, not for us. How do you know? Because we eat out together like 200 nights a year. Right. <laughs> he likes to put a lot of vinegar on his fish. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. I made fucking fish and chips the other day. Yeah. So good. I was all excited, man. Went to the fish market, got the fish. I'm doing nice. this whole fucking thing. The man. batter? How'd you do the batter? Yeah, how did you do the batter? That's Followed important. a recipe, honest to God. But like beer batter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little okay. beer in there. Nice. Butt yeah. heavy. Yeah. Ooh. Um, yeah excellent. Making the chips. Bread. Went to three different stores, couldn't find malt vinegar. No. I was fucking really? freaking out, dude. <laughs> See, it's because you don't live down the block from a Whole Foods anymore. That's true. Yeah. But dude, yeah. I went to a Ralph's. I went to a Viard. I couldn't fucking find it. I was panicking. <laughs> I get home. I'm making the shit, and I'm just, I'm in a, I'm in a shit mood because I have no malt vinegar. <laughs> and then I say to Christina, I'm like, look, I'm making this fish and chips. I'm real excited. No malt vinegar. I'm going to try and figure something out. She's like, oh, yeah, we have a bottle in the thing. <laughs> so it worked out. Delicious, bro. bro. I love no- fish and chips. Nothing worse, nothing worse than when that happens, man, where you're just, like, frantically looking around no for reason. something, and then, boom, wallet, it was under a piece of paper on the desk. <laughs> like, right. you know I mean? It was under my hat. Patrick yeah. was doing that for his car keys before this podcast started. I sure was. Um, found it. It yeah. was in the bag, which I had looked in four times. Which is where well, th- you would put car keys. This place yeah. was like a fucking explosion of cables, cords, tripods. Look at it now, though, And now it's look like... It. Look at yeah. it. It's beautiful. Yeah, we... Wait, we're gonna get a couple more knickknacks for the desk. Knickknacks! Yeah, some, some, some WT Wild Times paraphernalia. Yeah, for right? sure. For yeah, sure. We, need some of that. we already got the bookmarks there. The Fruit we... Brute's coming in. Fruit Brute's fruit coming in. That's huge. Hey, Will, are you there? 
It's time for Fact or Fiction. Fact Boom. or Fiction. Fact or Fiction. Nobody Haven't look, played this. Nobody look. So how does this game work for us? Welcome to Fact or Fiction. Oh, the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> the game. That's your real accent. Isn't <laughs> Was that good? Did you like that? That's my That's my game show host sound. Yeah. Uh, Fact or Fiction is a wonderful <laughs> game where W.T. Willie, the show's actual producer, comes on. He says to us, a fact or a fiction. Is it we a true decide, or a lie? Yeah, is it a know. true or is it a lie? The one who gets the most of them right at the end wins all the points, wins all the marbles. In this case, tonight, I'm making up a rule. The winner yeah. gets to pick someone else at the circle who has to finish their drink on air. I love that. Yep. Love and it. I will also say, Mine's if you're someone full. who just likes picking up little pieces of trivia, you know. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. This is the best If you want to win it. some trivia nights, this yeah. is the podcast for you. Or just be more interesting when you mm, go on Tinder Very dates. true. What do you got, Will? Kick it off. Let's go. All righty, gents. The first clue. And we will start with Peter. Sounds good. As is tradition. He always wins, though. Should we? During the Revolutionary War, Rebels launched a failed attack. Nope. <laughs> you got to edit, dude. I can't read it. I, otherwise, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Totally fucking. I'm just Doesn't like, work. I'm a little yeah. tipsy now. First time. Okay. Cut it. <laughs> yep. All right. Nope. There we go. Like, is Will dumb? I was like, yeah, what's he doing? Shaking his head. I thought that was his read. He was like, the first <laughs> question. He tried like, to oh. just play it I was like, what off. kind of voice is this? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Will. Uh, All right, let's try I might it again. just leave that in. Go, go for it, dude. Go, Will, bring it in. Bring it in. Number one. Number one. Uh, here we go. Here we All go. Right. Fact or fiction. Clue number one. During the Revolutionary War, rebels launched and failed an attack on a pond in Connecticut, only to find out what they thought were enemy drums were actually just thousands of bullfrogs fucking. Go ahead, wow. Uh, so they orchestrated and put together an entire battle plan and attacked a pond because they thought that their opponents were like beating war drums, and then it was bullfrogs. So this... <laughs> Wait, war drums? That's how... Uh, okay. I was, yeah, because the British would play drums as they march. Yeah, I understand. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I think that this is real because we're humans are fucking stupid as shit, and I can definitely see this happening. They're drunk at night. You know, you always watch the movies. They're back at the barracks, like they're not fighting. They're hanging out. They're drinking. They hear that in the distance. Whoa! Pull out the big map. They gotta get rolling. This happened. This is very elaborate. Uh, your uh, I know. I'm gonna say. So look. The British wore red coats and played drums. Yep. That's it. They fought a traditional war. The Patriots, the Freemasons, right? Yep. They were using spy tactics. Oh, they were they lunatics. Tunnels. Yeah. They copied were off the American, the natives. They weren't playing off the fucking old playbook. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe that the drums would have made them think that the Patriots were there. I think Will's a genius for coming up with this, but this is fiction. No All right, we got one for fact, fact, one for fiction. I'm going on Retep's side. I've heard a cacophony of bullfrogs. It is quite a sound. It yeah. does. It's very impressive. I'm going to go fact. Well, Will? let me just say, 
Patrick, you're a genius for using unbelievable logic skills. You're <laughs> yeah. correct. It's false. All right. Very nice. One for one. Yeah. Will, that is a very good. I, I well, very, be, very smart. Sherlock Holmes we, level deduction. Okay. As we speak, I literally am working on a one-hour episode of a show about how the Patriots used these tactics and oh, didn't. interesting. So I had an unfair advantage there. Great. Still very cool. Very cool. You guys are colluding. You and Will are colluding. They're texting at night. One yeah. zero zero. Next. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you got next? Number two. A bat can eat up to a thousand insects per hour. Peter? A bat can indeed eat up to a thousand insects per hour. I've seen it with my own eyeballs. <laughs> I've counted. I unleashed a thousand. A bat went into my bedroom. I put exactly a thousand flies inside. It ate <laughs> all of them in an hour. That's not true, but it's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, three for fact. What do you got? Oof, that's a fact. Will's mad at himself because he's not. Whenever he's we get it, it's like it's us he against failed. him. It yeah, hurts he him. Failed. Yeah, he's the house. Oh yeah, I know. I lose this yeah. every week. Yeah, <laughs> dealer busted. Yeah. Number All right. three. Number three. A blue whale weighs as much as ten elephants and is is as long as two greyhound buses. Boy, this is this is fiction because it's way bigger than that, gentlemen. Yeah, th this is fiction. It weighs more, a lot more than ten elephants, I would say. Look at the broologist here is having to think about this. You I'm and I are to, on I'm the money. To do Pat's math in my head right yeah, now. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go fact. You gotta go, go fact. You gotta go. You go fact. Yeah. yeah, I think that sounds about right. That's your forte. It's the only way I win this game. Correct. I just <laughs> go with whatever you don't go with. Exactly. What yeah. do you got? That's fiction. Damn it. Booyah! But what's well, crazy? Do you know the actual number of elephants? Is that it says that it only weighs as much as three elephants. What? That seems even crazier. In the water, I mean, maybe. Very heavy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I only have one point. You have two and three. you have two. I have three. You have three. You have two. Yeah. Okay. It's right. very two, one. Let's two, more. two more. Let's go. This is interesting. Number four. Look at Ooh. Pat just pushing the action. Yeah, yeah. He wants to see one of us drink a <laughs> he's beer. So, he's so proud of himself for that first fucking grab. Mm, no indeed. sipping until the game's done. Why? Because what? I get to tell who okay. he's winning. He can Go dictate ahead, well, the rules. Number four. The leg bones of a bat are so thin that they cannot walk. Peter. This is... I'm going to go with... I've never seen a bat walking. I've only seen them flying. I've seen it regularly. I'm just going to assume anecdotally that this is a fact. This is a fact. This is a fiction. It's a fact. It's a fact! Four. Wow, I'm three. really losing. One. I got a drink Yeah, I mean, you're getting drunk. What are you doing? Right, here we go. We got it. You know you're on camera just the whole here. time. What are you, just fiddling? Well, I was trying to find a place for my lemon. You're like, hey, we're really proud of this stuff, with, man. Okay. All right, number one, I can clinch it here. Yeah. Let's go. Is it? And I know who I'm making drink. The final no clue. Sipping. A housefly, a common housefly, hums in the key of G. As opposed to the exotic housefly. Yeah, correct. Or the commoner. I don't know my keys, so. This is a fact. Fact. Double fact. What's the question again, Will? A bee hums in the key a of housefly G. housefly. Housefly. Yeah, does what? Hums in the key of G. Okay. Now, why I asked him to do it again is I was trying to hear if there was a delay before he said G. Or if he, he changed G. the key. Just anything. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, see. yeah, yeah. This is a fiction. I think it hums in a different key. Yeah, I have no musical inclination Fact. whatsoever. I don't literally don't know my keys, so I'm just going to go fiction. Fact. Easy. It's, it's a, a fiction. fiction. That's yeah! right, baby! 
No, you, you, you said lost, facts. idiot. You lost. Yeah. Fuck yes. idiots. Five for five, man. Five for five. Ooh, doesn't All it feel right. good? The studio's been You're very good to me, man. Pat, in here Pat honestly, it feels good, doesn't it? I've it been feels there. fucking great. I don't know if I've it's ever good. won a fact or fiction. Thank I'm supposed you, to be the Will. I've been there two or three times. That was great. I don't want to steal your Okay, Nick. Because you must handle the technical stuff. Forrest. Yeah, skull your drink, mate. I also came in last place. Yeah, this is completely full. I literally I no, don't it's not. It, look, hold it. <laughs> That's a, that is a full <laughs> seltzer. Yeah, oh, baby. Man. What's the best angle? You have to drink it out of my boot. Nope. There we go. If I could zoom, I would, baby. No spit takes, please. Even no spit take. That couldn't have felt good. Son. That was a good chug. That couldn't have felt good. A sparkling seltzer? So cold. You know what, guys? He's got the brain freeze. Look yeah, at him. So now it looks like he just snorted jungle powder. I feel so like cold. that. Dude, look at his eyes. That, that was the christening of the studio. <laughs> so now, cold. Now we exactly. belong here. There's so this much is, carbonation. Hey, by the way, thanks for doing that. Yeah. Uh, no, just the idea. Because that was a pleasure. I, I like inflicting pain. I set on myself you. up for failure when I suggest his eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, now he's never going to talk into the mic for the rest of the night. He can't I even see. I don't agree with oh, the microphone. Oh, you can fix that in the edit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. You'll don't be worry fine. about it. Yeah, editing's no very problem. Good. I love good it. Good game. I wish I hadn't lost. I'm not a very good biologist. This we know. Um, what else is going on? We got more games. We oh, got yeah. I, I mean, look, I got so I counted my DMs this week. Three hundred seventy. 730. Oh, you just so mixed close. it up. Flip the numbers. Yeah. I had 730 <laughs> DMs <laughs> that were yeah. telling me that their favorite thing on the podcast yeah. is a little game I like to call T3DFL. Number one, number two, number three. Yeah. Dead fucking lost. <laughs> Top three oh, DFL. I love this one. T3 man. and DFL. This is, this is game. a good one for all the Brosners who love nostalgia. And I think yeah. it's all of you. It's yeah. everybody. And yep. the Sisters, too. Yep. Sisters. Sisters. Here's the category Top three and dead fucking last favorite childhood movies. I'm going to go first. Please. Okay. All right. I'm going to go quick. Number, and this is in uh, no particular order. Okay. Okay. Number three. A Christmas Story. I associate. I, I still watch this several times per year now. Of course, okay. you do. it's on twenty four seven over the holidays. It really, yeah. Twenty four. I, I usually seven, get my yeah. first in about a week before Halloween. Uh, you Dude, you're it. one of those. Do you start with the Christmas music too? Ratep, you were with me when I moved into my new house on November first. Grown up, mate. And we put up two <laughs> Christmas trees up. since November first. You've <laughs> yeah. grown up. Well, yeah. the Christmas trees are one thing. Yeah, the, the watch them. <laughs> the Christmas Story is great. Yeah, Ralphie. We all know it. It's just it, it's great. It it's gets classic. funnier every time you watch. It. Yeah, the absolutely. dad Darren McGavin, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Number two, the Goonies. Oh mm. God, it's a good, good call. There's, it's just something. This was the original Stranger Things, man. Kids riding their bikes. It's really a little is. scary though when you're a kid to watch. A it. little scary for sure. The woman is very the 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 mom. The mom. Ma, she's yeah. terrifying. Terrifying. She, terrifying. Like she's, she's scarier really, she's than, than sloth. sloth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. Because she's the guy behind the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? She's yeah. the one pulling the string. She'll yeah, have exactly. you whacked. She's scary. <laughs> She'll have you whacked. Yeah. She'll have you whacked. <laughs> She'll have you whacked. Uh, number one favorite, I would say it's still one of my five favorite movies just now watching as an adult. Okay. I'm going back to the genre. Mm -hmm. Home Alone. Uh, really? That's a good one. Two Christmas movies. Hilarious. Oh, it's Interesting. So Home Alone's brilliantly funny. Little Nugget, and I've never Googled this, but I've picked it up and spot checked it. Avidly, 
There's green and red in every frame of the movie. That I've doesn't heard this. I've heard this. Is it true? It's a real thing. Uh, I think I must have told because I've never heard anyone said it. Maybe you told it to me. Except for certain scenes with just the wet bandits in it. Otherwise, every frame has green and red in it. You must have told this it's to me with one of your perfect weird perfect movie. Macaulay Culkin's a brilliant actor. Yeah. Dead fucking last. Worst childhood movie. Fievel goes west. I have a very sharp nose, and some would call it rodent-like. <laughs> Uh-oh. As soon as Fievel Goes West came out, it just became a thing that I was Fievel. That's funny, because I was going to go with dead fucking last Forrest Gump for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, you're I'm next. not, I'm not, I'm not. I actually okay. love that movie. But yeah, um, fuck that. I, that's hilarious. I do look like a mouse, but well, it's not nice to call a six-year-old Fievel when you're a math teacher. You really look like Abraham Lincoln from your profile I've shot been told that. I've been told that. My girlfriend pointed it out to me. <laughs> she's, on my, she's on my shit list now. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah, that's okay. All right, I'll go next. Um, top three. Coming in at number three. Absolutely love this movie as a kid. Must have watched it 10,000 times. Little Rascals. Fantastic. Well, that's a it's good a great one. Alfalfa, the hair, the go-kart race is huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's a great movie. Yeah. Also, that's a dream, right? It's as a, a dream. Kid. Yeah. It's a dream. Yeah, it's an absolute dream. Yeah, the, the whole little clubhouse and ugh, get out of here. So good. So good. Number two, not... Something, I mean, makes sense for me. Not something everybody would pick. Loved it, though. Okay. Watched it a thousand times, especially when I was, like, 14 and first moved to the States. Yeah. Jungle to Jungle. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. What's the plot? It's Tim Allen, first of all. Okay. Which is always great. He's <laughs> sure. he's uh, he's New York City business guy. Uh-huh. Finds out he's got a kid living in, like, the Bolivian Amazon who's, you know, like, this... This white kid, though, he's got, like, a beautiful blonde wife. This is the 80s. You know, nothing's up. Uh, right. Nothing yeah. was accurate. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, you know, the kid's never stepped foot outside of the Amazon jungle. God. And Tim Allen's got to bring his kid to the big jungle, the big city. Sure. You know, and it's just like he's running around with a tarantula and blow dart gunning people in the neck. And <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so you identified with that character. Very from, much so. From, I uh, loved it. a safari park. Not a yeah, park, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous movie. But in the sense of, like, I, I just love the comic relief relief of you know this kid out of place and like climbing the new york city skyscrapers <laughs> right. and it's great it's super fun right. number one childhood movie much like you i watch it at least once a year also a christmas movie Ooh. So you're not going to see it coming jingle all the way is that the one where the two dads are competing it's the to- arnold schwarzenegger christmas movie oh wow. where he dresses up as turbo man okay. and uh <laughs> oh my god it's so good it's 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 arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad Oh, my God. In one of his three movies. I've never even seen this. Oh, dude, it's incredible. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to play, like, a good dad. And he's got to get Turbo Man the doll. And he's the whole movie is just him and Sinbad fighting for Turbo Man the doll. Uh, Two competing dads. Two competing dads. Yeah, at the end. Have you seen this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. You're not weighing in. You love it? Well, I'm I'm, I'm over here furiously trying to come up with mine. I understand that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Please watch Jingle All the Way. I will soon. Also, anything with Arnold Schwarzenegger is incredible. Uh-huh. DFL, it, I have a love-hate relationship with this movie because I actually loved the movie, but it it ruined a third of my childhood. Mm-hmm. The original Stephen King, It. Oh man! So uh, here's my story behind. Who let that. you watch that? That's, That's the not thing. A kids yeah. movie. That's the thing. My mom thought it was a kids movie. Swear to God, she's right. like, "Oh, well, clown yeah, movie. it's a bunch of kids." <laughs> right. like, Part it one. starts with like a bunch of kids happily playing in a small town. My yeah. mom let me watch that at like age. I'm gonna say nine. Yeah, that's too young. <laughs> that's too, too it's young. Way that. too young. Age thirty-three is too young, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I sat through it, and uh, it, it just it 
fuck me up. I'm not kidding. Fucking nightmares for a couple yeah. years. Dude, at years. nine? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you Absolutely probably peed your pants. So yeah, Dead Fucking Last is it. Please watch Jingle All The Way. It's so good. <laughs> what do you got? It's Turbo Man. It's hard when you guys are mentioning Christmas movies to get out of the train of thought of Christmas movies, That's but fair. I forced myself. But Christmas, it's such a sit inside time and watch yeah. movies time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Dude, there's so mood. many good Christmas movies. If I good. ever make a movie, I will only release it between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. For sure. They're the ones that I think about most on the topic of even just being posed the question. But... I want to uh, I want to get off that, and I'm gonna go with my one of my top ones is uh, just Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Really good, good movie. It's Great it's choice. so good. So that's and, your number three. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Yep. It is. That's how the game works. So, uh, so, <laughs> God, I don't know why I put up with I, with you guys, <laughs> that's dude. Great. Yeah, that's good. Um, so. Yeah, it's just a great one. There's so many. The blueberry, when she turns into a blueberry, the chocolate river, the whole land they created. Also another dream, right? Yeah. It's a dream. You're a kid. You're watching that. You're like, a chocolate factory? Yeah. Where I can suck air and fly? Yep. Yeah. I love it. Grandpa Joe? Yeah. Guy's the most selfish human being in the world. Well, I know, but the whole thing is like, you know, he turns into, at the end when they're doing the, and I don't want to spoilers if you haven't seen it, yeah, when they start it. drinking the thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's actually like very uh, well written, the movie. It's not yeah, just, yeah. I'm just pointing out, Grandpa Joe is the most selfish human being in the planet. He spent 30 years in bed, gets a ticket to go to a chocolate factory, and is like, yeah, let's go. Stands up and walks away. <laughs> right. You're like, this yeah. is the most selfish human being on, on Earth. He's right. never I was, left I was kinda, bed. I yeah. mean, th- that's, I think that's a hot take. Like, I don't think many people think Grandpa Joe was a just selfish saying. asshole. Just saying. Anyway, All that's right. number so, two. Um, number two is Pete's Dragon. Uh, never seen it. Never heard of it. it. Heard of it. Really? Never seen it. Yeah. Puff the Magic Dragon. Sounds more like Pete oh, the Dragon. I was gonna say sounds more like Pete the Magic Dragon. Yeah. No, but but Puff is the dragon. It's oh, and Pete's the kid. Yeah, Pete's oh, okay. Dragon. Uh, they did a remake. It was terrible. But uh, the movie the movie's great. It, it has a lot of that fantasy going on, which when you're a kid, and it was in the '80s too. So that stuff back then was. Now we're like so fucking desensitized to it, but anytime a good movie came out that had like at for the time good CGI and like weird, sure, you sure, know, sure. good stuff. So that was a good one. But my top one, gentlemen, is not just one of the best kids' movies. It's one of the best movies ever made. Uh Uncle Buck with oh, oh, wow. man, Uncle Buck's movie. John yeah, Candy. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You, could, really you should have seen the done. toast. I couldn't even get it through the door. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking Macaulay Culkin, dude. It was like his... After, he did, Uncle Buck was after Home Alone, right? Yeah, I think it was. It's the same sure. era, for sure. But, dude, yeah. so good. I mean, and and uh, just a great movie. And then... Um, and also, it took place in uh, Chicago, which is always a plus for me. Uh, just like all John Hughes movies. I yeah, all John Hughes movies. Oh, sure. Ferris that. Bueller's Breakfast Club, all that shit. Okay. Uh, DFL, dude, fuck off three ninjas. What? No. Terrible bro, movie. You're <laughs> joking, right? It was so Just because you had a crush oh, on JTT, bro. I'm not sure which one that was, but yes, I did. The one from uh, Home Improvement, you know, the kid. Sure. Oh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I, yeah. I loved all of Heart them. Throb. I thought the three ninjas was a great concept. Great concept or yeah, great, great movie? Both. Yeah? Well, well executed? Fantastic. I disagree with you. It was a you. 10 out of Dead 10. Dead fucking last It was the 1980s me, version of Cobra Kai. <laughs> um, did, never ending story. Where did that rank for you guys? Then we'll move on. But I, I liked it. I, liked I only it. watched it like once or twice, though. I wasn't one of those kids that like had the VHS. Oh, I, oh, I had yeah. the VHS. Okay. Yeah. I was young enough that it 
scared me, but uh, but I also liked it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's got a it's got such a uh, unique vibe. It's that an movie. acid trip of a movie. It is the whole thing. You're just like, what is going on? I, it really yeah. is. And that was that's good. I like. What that. was that movie where they where there was like monsters under the bed? That's probably the name of the movie. Never, never, never heard, heard of it. it. Not familiar. It was Fred Savage was in it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Also, also, uh, Gremlins was a great movie. Of course. Sorry. I, I like. Oh, Little Monsters. Gremlins? Little Monsters was good. Yeah. Gremlins was one of those movies where Howie Mandel too. So after, um, there was a thing that came out like when Game of Thrones was in the height of its absolute fucking. Yeah. Like everyone was four just, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like when it was, it wasn't close to the last season. It was after four or five seasons. Yep. Just, right. yep. Fever pitch with Game of Thrones. I read this article about how therapists were reporting that they were seeing clients who um, were going through depression because, because it wasn't real. Because it wasn't real. And because they didn't live in that world. Really? Like it was, people were so obsessed with it that this wasn't just one therapist. Right. Like I, yeah. I read this article. I believe that. People were literally going it. through depression that it wasn't real. That's I mean, insane. it's kind of scary because it wasn't. It didn't look like a pleasant. <laughs> no, I know. No, that's <laughs> yeah. not good. But uh, they wanted to be in that world, and like their life didn't feel important because they weren't in the, in the Game of Thrones universe. And that's to some extent how I felt about Gremlins. Because really, I was so okay. sad that I couldn't have a Mogwai. Right, right. You wanted one more than anything. <laughs> Literally yeah. more than anything. That's when in the when world. do you remember Furby came out like five years after that, and I was yeah. like, I gotta get one. I was too old for a Furby. You're like sixteen. I was like, at yeah. least, but it looked like a Mogwai, so I got a Furby. Yeah. Even, I was too old for a Furby, but I was still getting one because it looked too like old it. for Halloween. Don't worry about that. Too old for trick or treating. Too old to have Bro, stuffed animals. Bro, don't you worry about this pattern, all right? You, what are you, you doing these days? You're that a bit you're of a too late old for <laughs> many many things. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's kind of fun. I like old movies. I like. I feel oh, like yeah, 80s man. were the peak of movies. 80s and like oh, early yeah. 90s, man. Yeah, it was the peak. Like, you just create these worlds. Now it's, yeah, now it's all fucking Marvel. Well, yeah, it's, now it's the worlds superhero. are just a bunch of superheroes are fighting each other, Doing but they're CG. all good guys. All That's CG. it. It's all about money. I mean, and I know this is so cliche, but it's it's about making big blockbuster hits. Whereas like good course, story yeah. and like these these captivating stories that pull you in. Like, dude. The Breakfast Club was just this great coming of age great. story. So clean, so simple. So simple. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's great. So I love good, it. Those, man. Yeah, that's the pinnacle. Like, we are old people. Do you know that? We're I know. Sitting I here know. Talking, talking about, about the good old days. Yeah, that's what we're By doing. By the way, right Brosters now. weigh in on what fucking movies. If you disagree with us, let us know in the comments. If I, I last time we did uh, top three DFL concerts, somebody. Uh, Hit me up with uh, with a good recommend. I, I texted you about it. Of course, I don't remember it. Uh -huh. <laughs> that would be useful. But um, and I was just like, man, this is fucking great. <laughs> like, and I just jammed out to that fucking music all day. Okay. Um, Forrest, what time is it? I think I know what time it is. Do you know what time it is? Time. What? The battle. Battle Yes. Is there a walrus in here? I am so excited. Do we have one? one? Have we I got? do. I oh, just, good. And Very I just good. made it up. Oh, lovely. <laughs> um, all right, look. Okay. We're talking about things that no longer existed, okay. exist, or never existed. Okay. We're all going to meet each other on just a plane. There's no mountains. Yep. There's no glaciers. Yep. Just an open field in the middle of Kansas. And we're going to fight till death. Comprende? Till death. Yeah, per okay. huge. Along with you and your feeble, meager bodies, mm. 
Not much you will going bring on here. one extinct animal. Just one of okay. them. Okay. Twenty humans from an ancient civilization that's no longer around. And just to spice it up, right? Because I've already made my stew and I'm gonna sprinkle the salt. Uh huh. Smart. One cryptid. Oh wow. That's a that's <laughs> yeah. a hot take. Yeah. And that is Peter, a hot please take. Please don't make up your own cryptid. What? <laughs> Herpes oh, well. is not a cryptid, Peter. <laughs> right. Herpes um, is definitely a nor cryptid. Nor is it extinct. Right. Okay. I like this. this you wanna you wanna complex. lead us? You want me to go? You go, then I'll go, then Peter will do too. Okay, great. I'm gonna go in early. I'm gonna take them right off the table. Credible race. We've all seen the movie. 300 Spartans. I'll take 20 Ooh, Spartans. 20 Spartan warriors. 20 Spartan warriors. Hmm. They've all got great abs. They yeah. don't wear armor. Why would you when you have abs like that? Gerard yeah. Butler's at the lead. That's got that's, a good attitude. That, that's wise. Yeah, Spartans. 20 that's Spartans. Wise. Yep. I'm torn between two picks. Okay. And since Retep can... Okay, so yeah. Uh, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with my ancient civilization because there's 20 of them. Yep. I feel like it's very important that I make a good pick here. If, indeed. That's why I went first with the ancient civilization. super torn between two. I'm going to go with 20 Viking warriors. Oof. That's a good match. They're big, man. The Norse, they're very big. Uh, they're large people. If you ever go to Norway, you'll see everyone's like 6'5". Bro, I've been right. watching Vikings. I'm on season four right now. Yeah. Oh, Dude, the Warhammer. Oh, my God. Viking Warhammer is the most badass fucking weapon, dude. And choosing to go to war with an axe uh, or a yeah. hammer against a sword. Now, I've been watching Vikings. I know how they get down. Yeah, I'm going to take a great 20 show, by the way. Vikings. Very good. Retap, you're up for two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> giggling. He's done something weird over I've there. I've been furiously Googling over here. He's Googling how to spell. <laughs> One key at a time. <laughs> there is a uh, there is a extinct animal... They're called terror birds. Yep, I yep. know the terror bird. So they uh, they well stand over nine feet tall, and these creatures were for many millions of years the apex predators. Boy, you're not. This is on well rehearsed. <laughs> yeah. He's literally reading yeah. Wikipedia. He's reading flashcards. <laughs> they're they're they are fucking brutal. They will kill you. Look at that. It's gonna eat yeah, you. I know the terror bird. Yeah, nine foot tall. I know you do, but the Brosners don't. They also know it. In fact, you're the only one. Um, very good. And very then good. I will pick 20 Akkadian warriors, 24th century through 22nd century warriors. They... I don't know anything about this, by the way. Who are the Akkadians? I also don't know. So in this. a list of the top oh 10 God, greatest dude. ancient warriors, <laughs> they are ahead of Forrest's pick of the Spartans by two. You know nothing about them. I just want to point out that sounded like... Of course not. No, I know. It sounded like you were reading a textbook, but I also just want to say, like, it's the first time in 66 episodes of the show you had no question about how a snake draft works. Three Bud Heavies in, and you just nailed it. Yeah, that, that is weird. It is. It's, it's very strange. I mean, I get better when I drink. Yep. That's, that's just the fact of the matter. It's very good. Pat, you're up. Yeah, so, look, I was really tempted to go with the, the super low-hanging fruit mm -hmm. for my extinct animal. Sure. And I was going to take a T-Rex. Okay. That's what I was going to take. Well, you can still have it. It's the low-hanging fruit. But since in this scenario my animal is completely trained to do what I want, yeah. I don't need to worry about its behavior. So I've now opened up the category of the herbivores. Yep, true. So I'm going to take the largest dinosaur that's ever lived, the Argentinosaurus. The Argentinosaurus, okay. 130 feet long, 
220,000 pounds. For those of you who are not math whizzes, that's 110 tons. <laughs> um, because it's perfectly trained, I just think its tail is going to immediately eradicate a T-Rex. So I've got the largest thing that's ever walked on land, that's perfectly great. trained to do my bidding, um, to go along with my 20 Vikings. This okay. is going to be rough. Very good. Argentinosaurus. Indeed. I mean, I got 130 feet. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of Taylor Saurus. To head. It's a oh, lot of Saurus. Man. Very good. Very yeah. good. I'm up for two. Yep. Um, I'm confirming how a snake draft works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pick my extinct animal first. Um, I'm going to pick this for selfish reasons. Okay. If there's one animal I could see, extinct creature, I'd probably pick this. Sarcosuchus. Uh-huh. It was a giant extinct crocodile. Oh, I've seen pics. Huge, I mean, crazy. Drawings, I should say. You know, we're talking about like a 40-foot-long extinct crocodile. Crazy terrifying. I mean, we all know crocodiles are insanely badass. Yeah, look at that. Compared to a normal crocodile. Holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Do we know how big this thing was? Uh, about 40 feet, I believe. A 40-foot croc. That's, and the thing that's about heinous. crocodiles, like, if you've ever heinous. seen, like, a 12-foot crocodile... And then a 15-foot crocodile. It's like two different worlds. Totally, like dude. The difference in girth and size and like... Right. Yeah, it's insane. So I got 20 Spartans. I got a Sarcosuchus. And to add to that, I need a cryptid. Yeah. This Man. is where you're going to fuck up because you're not a cryptid guy. I really don't know much about them. I'm going to go Mothman. I need something that uh -huh. flies. It's very creepy. Coming in from up top. It's got human-like... Yep. Human-like mental abilities. Mock it's man. also a harbinger of doom. Yeah. Uh, caused a bridge bridge collapse in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. If it can do that, it might be able to just, like, use its mind to kill my Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a bad pick. Yeah, that's what I got. I was going the same route you were with Cryptid. Okay. Because I wanted something that's going to fly. Okay. Because I've already got yeah. 20 Vikings with Warhammers right. on a 130-foot dinosaur. Exactly. What else? There's no water in this scenario. you got to have Can't, the air. We're in Kansas, man. Yeah, exactly. It's coming from the air. I'm going to take... The Jersey Devil. Um, it is said remind, to... Yeah, remind me about the Jersey Devil. I don't, don't It's recall. located in the Pine Barrens, which is this huge pine forest in New Jersey. Okay. The Jersey Devil is a flying sort of cross between a giant bird and oh, a it's dragon. Terrifying. Very scary. It has red eyes. Terrifying looking. Yeah, I just think that thing comes Especially out. Especially that one down in the bottom, the drawing. That one looks this. terrifying. We talked about this before. <laughs> I remember the drooling horse head thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one, that that picture of yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, very good. Because I think Peter's, whatever he Googled, is going to be very scared <laughs> when it sees my flying Jersey Devil. No way, man. My, uh, my, my cryptid is a chupacabra. Very <laughs> terrifying fucking... Mm -hmm. It's the only one you knew off the top of your head. It's also the only one that's no, it's the not. size of a coyote yeah. and quite mangy. Nah, right. look how big this bad boy is. Look at that one, bottom left. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. Uh, it's look it's at about it. the size of it a It could literally... It can I stand by that it's a thylacine. I, I've said it for years. <laughs> Dude, it really is. It is. A fucking that's what it is. All right, a thylacine that can jump 700 feet in the air, just FYI. You guys didn't know that about it, did you? 700 feet? That's right. Who, who that is, is saying this? Correct. A twelve-year-old on the internet? He made it you? up. Okay, it's it's a goat sucker that oh, yeah, literally kills the whole, goats. The whole thing's le legit to begin it's with. It's legit. All right, <laughs> know your lore. Know your lore. Fuck your lore. All right, this is the breakdown of the battle royale. Brosners, weigh in. Let us know who won. Let us know who you would pick for your team. Uh, Patrick has twenty Viking warriors. Yeah. Very impressive. Very scary. An Argentinosaurus, Saurus, yep. the largest extinct creature ever, a herbivore, but a very well-trained one. Yeah, very well. And 
Shit, I mixed him up. Oh, Patrick, you had the Jersey Devil yeah, as your exactly. cryptid. Flying. A flying Jersey Devil. Peter yeah. came in real strong with a terror bird. Yep. It's a good pick. <laughs> it's a very good pick. It's like an ostrich on, on meth. Yeah. Right. You know, like yeah, a he, trout on meth. It's like an ostrich he on meth. He could have picked any extinct animal and he went for a nine-foot-tall bird instead Correct. of a 130-foot-long that's true, yeah, maybe not as strong. Arcadian Warriors, which none of I us don't know like anything you. about. <laughs> not sure if they're impressive. I don't think they are. They I like believe. playing video games. Yeah, they're, re- they're really into video games. And a Chubacabra, which is basically a dachshund with mange yep. um, and some spikes on its back. A lot of fleas. Yeah. <laughs> of fleas. And my pick of 20 Spartan Warriors, a Sarcosuchus, which is a giant crocodile, and a Mothman. Cool. It's a good, Easy. Good lineup. Yeah, I'll be interested to see who they think won between the two of us. Um, <laughs> Easy victory for me. <laughs> um, next. Oh, very good. Let's go have some brews. Maybe we'll get one of those. But what was that thing we went to last time? Boochcraft. Yeah, boochcraft. Go yeah. Let's go get a Boochcraft, man. Let's go. We're, We're going to go get some Boochcraft. You're going to go to the wildtimespodcast.com to find all of the links. If you want them in a nice compiled list, just go to the wildtimespodcast.com forward slash info. You got links to the YouTube, to the Podbean, to the Apple Nobody iTunes. wants the Podbean. What they want is four extra podcasts a month. Boom. Go Where to the Patreon. That? That's how you get Patreon. it. Patreon.com. We do eight a month. Four of them are always free. Four of them are for those of you who help out on the Patreon because that's how we get a studio and some right. mics and some Look shit at this like place. this. It's a lot more fun. Look at Fuck, it. I hope it's more fun to listen to also or watch on YouTube. We're much I'm louder. More fun doing it. We're much uh, louder. Scream more, man. Yeah, so yeah baby. Something. Yeah. You're like Charlie from It's Always Sunny. All of us. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you for tuning Love in. Love you guys. Good night. I was waiting, man. It's Monday. I've had a lot to drink. I mean, good for me. Good for everybody.